0: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And you know what, as is more often the case than not, once again, my guest is somebody that I have never met, and I'm putting this in air quotes in the real world. Um, We've only met virtually. We met through a Facebook group. So, again, Folks, don't underestimate the importance of Facebook groups. They're not just for fun. They can and are for business purposes. So anyhow, please join me in welcoming Tracy Eman. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me, Deb. Well, this is going to be so much fun because as I mentioned, you know, you and I have never met. And so this is really going to be a getting to know you type of session because what Tracy talks about is something that "Mm, I'm bad at. I know we all like to think I'm perfect, but not quite so much. Um, And and so that's this is why this is going to be so much fun. But for people who don't know Tracy, let me give uh, just a, a little bit of your background. So, Tracy Eman is the go-to person for your online presence, ensuring that you not only get found by your target audience, but that your website and social media efforts increase your revenues. She has a much longer bio online, which is a fun bio, so I encourage people to go and see it. Um, But, Tracy, again, welcome. Thank you so much. Well... You know, as, as we mentioned in the, the, uh, in your bio, you are an expert on keywords. So let's just, let's start from there because keywords is something that, you know, when we first, you know, back in hmm, the dark ages, we're designing websites. We put keywords in and then we kind of thought they didn't matter. And now we find out, oh, they really do. So what is a keyword and why are keywords so
1: important? Okay, yes, i'll definitely share that and you're in it's it's funny right we're always getting told something different it's like social media right. in itself mm-hmm. and everything online things change all the time or at least people's right. perceptions change all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so a keyword really is a word, a string of two or three words, or a phrase that people use to search for what you have to offer okay okay, so they help to describe uh or identify a topic or a piece of content, and we actually use them on a regular basis. Now just sort of put it into perspective, you know, what do you do when you're searching for something online? You, I go to Google. Right. And what do you type in? I, you know, like restaurant downtown Atlanta. Perfect. You're using keywords. Now what's going to, what's going to make those, those uh, returns show up for you. So that that Mm -hmm. list of, of uh, restaurants, Mm -hmm. it's going to be how well they use those keywords. It's one okay. of the, is one of the things, and then also it's going to be, you know, how often are people going to that page and so forth. Obviously, there's a number of things that are associated with with SEO, search engine optimization, but what mm-hmm. I concentrate on is the keywords because I've maybe going back to sort of why I started concentrating on keywords is I had a client who was using me for other things and. Didn't mm-hmm. think to ask me the question, which is fine. Ah, That's part of, probably mm-hmm. part of my problem as well. Um, but she got contacted by somebody, an SEO company, who said that they could put her on the first page for a oh. particular search term. And uh, I was away, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. went for it. And you know what? Oh, they delivered. Oh. They delivered. However, cool. However, and this is a big however, oh. the words that she had chosen to give them as the keywords she wanted to be found for I did a re- I did research on it. I think maybe five people a month were looking for those combination of words. oh, so you don't want to be number one or on the first page for something people aren't searching for right and that's why that's why it's so important to me for people to really understand cho- how choosing the right keywords for mm-hmm. your target audience is so important to getting more eyeballs on your information
0: and and really you know moving your expert status up several notches right. Well, and it's so important anymore that we're on the first page of Google. And because, you know, we all have the attention span of a gnat or, or worse. I think I saw a study that came out not long ago that said goldfish have a longer attention span than humans. Um, and, and so we don't go past page one. So, you know, how, how does somebody even go, go about trying to figure out what the right keywords are?
1: What do you, what I usually do with my clients is I get them to determine who their competitors are. So, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times I always get, you know, but I don't really feel I have competitors out there and you know, that's all well and good, but we all have competitors. Yeah, but we're not
0: that special. Well, you know
1: what, we are, (laughs) but the, but the thing is, is that the audience that doesn't know you exist yet, doesn't know that you do things differently. So you've right. got to go, you got to take it back to maybe that little bit of a broader aspect and go, okay, what are they, what, what solutions are they looking for? What are they, mm-hmm. what problems are they trying to solve or what goals are they trying to achieve and how would they search for it? Then when you use, utilize those keywords, you want to make your pages obviously show how you're different mm-hmm. than everybody else, right? But right. you still have to get them to your pages mm-hmm. and to your social media.
0: Mm-hmm you know, and and the hard part is as as we've said figuring out what those words are so do you just go to google and start typing and see what comes up you know if if with your particular industry or field of expertise that's definitely one way and there's a number of ways of
1: going about it so yes i mean always going back to google is perfect finding out who who you feel are are speaking to the same audience that you want to be speaking to and mm-hmm. see what they're doing so check out what they're doing on their social media accounts what kind of information mm-hmm. they're sharing out um you can also do when you're on their website uh you can do a view source code so that's if you're oh i
0: love that little yeah that little so, trick. i do that on occasion so when you're
1: on a, a pc for instance you can right click your mouse and scroll down a little bit and you can do view source code and a lot of times you'll see uh, keywords so it's meta you're looking at the meta information so you can see keywords in there um, and you can also see like the description and what titles are using now you're going to get you're going to get two sides of things with um, whether keywords uh, in meta descriptions are beneficial or not some say yes mm-hmm. some say no because the people used to keyword stuff it so they used to put you know Right. hundred keywords in there and, and
0: really only about 10 of them were relevant at the at the most so and we used to be bad and keyword our competitors or things like that and I know Google knows better than that now but you know that used to be something that we did was we put our competitors in there exactly and while you can
1: still maybe do that when you're doing your you know Facebook ads um, mm-hmm. you know to target the same audience that your competitors might have um, when you're doing it as far as your website goes my I'm a firm believer that you know, make use of all the tools that you have available to you and just, but just make sure it makes sense. Like just don't Mm -hmm. overkill and overdo it and make sure the words that you're choosing are kind of throughout your content and not to the point where it says, you know, you've got that same keyword, like every single sentence and it doesn't make sense anymore, which you see a lot of that too. The way people Mm -hmm. used to write their, their content used to be along those lines, right? Now we want actual really good content and we just need to draw them in with the words that mm-hmm. uh, people will be searching for
0: right well and you know one of the things that i have found is is it's very handy to keep a thesaurus available because you know i might refer to myself as a trainer but somebody else might call me a presenter um, and then it comes back to like you were saying with the sentence i you know i'm not going to write a sentence i am a speaker a trainer a presenter because that just sounds weird. But if one sentence I have, I'm a, a presenter and then further on down speaker, is that kind of the way you would use multiple words like that? Yes, you can definitely do that because,
1: you know, Google is aware as well. You know, we always, we always say Google because, I mean, that's my go-to They've place become the well, noun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they know that thesaurus is like, you know, they know that certain things have similar meanings or a combination right. of words can mean the same thing as one word. So mm-hmm. it's actually okay to do that and, and make it, you know, more reader friendly and less, you know, it's almost like you're, you're being too salesy when you keep stuffing that same single right. word in there. I mean, there's the mm-hmm. odd occasions, right? There's sometimes where it actually fits in well with what mm-hmm. your post might be, but in most cases you want to switch it up just a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and we've all seen examples of that where you start reading it, and it, it just is so clunky to read that you don't get very far with, with actually reading it. Right. Yes. Now, one of the, I don't know if it's a myth or if it's true or, you know, an anecdote, all those various things. One of the things that I've always heard is Google, and, you know, again, again we're <laughs> just going to use that generic word, looks at your first paragraph, And really doesn't care about anything else. Is that true, false, somewhere in between? It's interesting that you bring that up. Um,
1: When we're talking about meta descriptions and how we can see what other people are putting up as far as view source Mm -hmm. code. uh, When you have, like we're talking, let's talk WordPress websites. Because a lot of us have moved to the WordPress as as sort of the norm. And Mm -hmm. you can add SEO plugins. So there is the Yoast SEO plugin, and mm-hmm. there's the All in One SEO plugin. I use both. It just depends on whose website I'm building and what I'm trying to achieve. But mm-hmm. um, there is a section in each of those that you can actually customize that first one, one and a bit sentences that get mm-hmm. returned when Google returns your website as a as a response to a search. Okay. Before, or if you don't actually fill in that information and customize it, it will take the first one or two paragraphs on the page. Ah. So sometimes that's fine. You, you know, you mm-hmm. you might be very succinct in what you have to offer and, you know, you're, it, it's going to be perfect. Other times, maybe maybe you start your website or that particular page with a bit of a story. And mm-hmm. that, as far as coming to your website, is perfect, but it's not the best best little descriptor of what's on that page right Mm -hmm. so it's really important to make use of um, the meta descriptions that you can control Mm -hmm. and you want to incorporate your keyword
0: you know in there once anyway at least so right well I was just thinking like yeah you know if you've got a page on your website that is your blog you probably don't want the first line of your most current blog post to come up you want it to, to be more generic about, you know, Tracy blogs about yada, 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 as opposed to whatever, you know, the first sentence is. Exactly. Exactly. And you can control that with the, with those
1: plugins. So, Mm -hmm. and if you have a, if you have a, a, you know, a website built um either, a lot of people are using um, website builders or that type of thing. um, Mm -hmm. You can definitely check into the SEO area. And a lot of times you got to like, you know, hunt and peck to try and find out how to get into it. But almost all of them have a way to access where you can adjust your meta description. So definitely, definitely worth the effort to do because you, you want to control how people will see you because that whole thing, what's going to set you apart. So, you -hmm. you know, you're a little bit broader range and you get, you get uh, returned on the search returns, but, if they're reading the little blurb below, what entices them to click on yours versus maybe somebody that's above you? And going right. back to that too, I'm kind of like a, a renegade with respect to you know what comes up on the first page. Mm-hmm. I always go to the second. Ah, it's. I mean, if you just yeah, you you want to see what there what's there. I want to see what's there because it even going to the fifth page, there is mm-hmm. great content there, and and maybe right. the ones. Maybe the people that are on the first page, have, they have a lot of great information, or they could be just phenomenal marketers, but their content mm-hmm. might not be what I need. So I right. don't always stop at the first page. Mm-hmm. I always like to see sort of who's on the second page kind of hovering mm-hmm. in there. So,
0: Right. Well, and, and you know, a lot of times I'll go, I'll go to at least the second page, and then I start thinking I need to refine my keywords better. And, you know, so that, because again, I have the attention span of a gnat. So, uh, you know, I want to do it as fast as I can, but yeah, by going at least to the second page, then I can think, okay, well, I looked for restaurant downtown Atlanta. Now I need to say barbecue or, you know, something like that to, to fine tune those things. Yeah, definitely. And that's why a lot
1: of people will use it. I, I always use the example of, uh, if my husband's trying to fix my, my car, right. And he's stuck Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, (laughs) It's time mm-hmm. for me to do some research for you. And I'll get right down to, you know, where exactly the problem is. I've got the make, the model, the year. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, I come back with a video, go out and show them and say, is this what you're trying to do? And it's like, yep, that's it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. So if, you know, you always got to think in those lines. So talking keywords, you know, they're important to use everywhere. You know, your, right. your YouTube channel, your YouTube um, individual videos because people Mm -hmm. are going to be searching for those
0: topics and Mm -hmm. you want to show up for them. Right. You know, and and it's not just that you want to show up once. You want to show up multiple times. And I think that's where people get a little confused, both with, you know, I've I've seen the ones where they come up multiple times and they've gone in and put the exact same phrase in every single time. I'm like, ugh. Um, But, you know, if I see that somebody comes up with 10 YouTube videos or 10 blog posts or whatever, as opposed to one, more than likely I'm going to go to the one that is 10. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of that social proof thing, right? It's
1: kind of, mm-hmm. you know, if we're looking at social media, who do you tend to follow more frequently if you don't know who they are in the first place? It's the ones with the higher number of followers. right? You know, it's just, it is the nature of the beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you you, it's like that whole thing where you need money to make money, you need traffic to make traffic. Um, So right. how are you going to go about doing that?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that one of the tricky things is that you know, when, when we look in Google, you know, we tend to forget that at least the first two, sometimes more than that, are ads. Mm-hmm. And they they might not even come close. I mean, that's what's funny about the search sometimes. I'm like, what the heck? And so somebody will tell me, well, I want to be number two. Okay, you can, but that costs, yeah. you know. And, you know, and, and and they don't realize that there's the organic and there's the paid and, and all of those things, Um, you know. And, and so how, one of Somebody who was telling me, "Oh, well, keywords don't count anymore." They were just saying, "Good content. You you just have to have good content." And I tried to explain to them, but your content should have those words in it. You know, so it's it's kind of this combination, mm-hmm. definitely. Because how do they know what the content is
1: about? Right, right. You still you still need to lead them. You need to, the keywords are those breadcrumbs that are going to draw people to your great content. Mm-hmm. Your great content's going to keep them there,
0: right. Now, one of the things that that we kind of touched on that I want to make sure that I understand is, you know, say I've developed my site and and I've got these great keywords, I've got great text. But then one of the things I've heard is that works for a little bit. And then Google goes, well, wait a minute, you haven't posted anything new or made any changes. What's the, the, you know, what's your uh, philosophy on that? My philosophy is that we take that keyword research that we did to determine
1: how, your our ideal clients are going to come to you and create blog posts on a regular basis okay. and that's why wordpress has become you know front and for right right in front of you mm-hmm. because right. mm-hmm. it it is that blogging platform and it's easy to create a blog, and when you create mm-hmm. that blog, you're going to make sure that you have a title that's going to draw people in because it's what they're interested in. You're going to um, potentially have some headings within your blog post that are also going to draw people in, so your keywords can be interspersed through different aspects of your blog post, but you you have new content on your website, mm-hmm. and that's what was happening with the websites before that weren't that that don't have the blog functionality on it is mm-hmm. that it wasn't showing as anything new on the website so if you haven't updated your website in 5 years how do we know that your information is still relevant that you're still in business right. any of that mm-hmm. right right so that's why you know blogging is really important plus it gives people another way to come into your website you know they mm-hmm. may not be looking specifically for what you do right now but if you're talking about a topic that interests them they might come read the rest of the blog article and then start clicking around on your website and go, Hey, wait a second.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, this right. This gal's for me. Well, and then of course, when you write your blog posts, you've got social media posts that you can do about them. That's right. Um, you know, and, and I think that's one of the things that people forget or, you know, they, they don't understand because one of the first questions I typically get is, I don't have anything to post. What am I supposed to post? Well, say you do a blog post once a week that are the top five questions you get, whoa, holy cow, you just got five social media posts right there yeah, yeah exactly and it's 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 not reinventing
1: the wheel, and right. uh, when you post it, the other thing too when you're posting it on social media, so I use Twitter as an example um. Mm-hmm you know, use hashtags because hashtags Mm -hmm. power boost those keywords. And when I'm, you know, sharing out uh, information, like you said, social media is ever changing. So anytime I get some good information, I'm sharing it out to the people that follow Mm me and I will hashtag at social media. And what that does is it allows people to weed out the noise and only, you know, use the search feature, either if they're using Hootsuite or, you know, in, in say Twitter itself and search for things that are hashtag social media. It mm-hmm. allows them to choose it, right? Um, right. But it also allows people, if they're using that program, I always say, if, then, if this, then that. So if mm-hmm. they use that that program, for instance, right. anybody that, you know, uses hashtag social media gets put into a new list of people that talk about social media. It's, it's allows, it allows, you make it easier for people to follow you and find you and build your expert status. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, I'll be honest, hashtags are the, the, one of the things that I dislike the most and, and it's because they get so overused or they're not used appropriately. Um, you know, I've seen people who have done just a, a basic post and then hashtagged Kim Kardashian or, you know, just so that they come up in the search and you know, that's great. You might come up in the search, but people aren't going to go to your content or, or at least stay there because you hijacked that hashtag. Right
1: yeah very true and especially ones like that or or Mm -hmm. silly ones right um if it's more but if it's what they're searching on if they're if they're keywords that you determine that you want to be found for then -hmm. it makes sense to hashtag them and i always i never do more than three in a in a in a social media post that I don't oh, and, bless you. And I don't put oh <laughs> you know, and sometimes it's closer to two. It it just depends. If there's something mm-hmm. you know, if I'm I'm putting up a post and it's about Facebook, I might hashtag Facebook because it's relevant right. to people that are interested in Facebook. And I might, mm-hmm. depending on how much space I have, I might put, you know, hashtag social media on the end because it's relevant mm-hmm. to people on social media. But I the rest of it is I yeah, it's 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 overkill. And mm-hmm. It depends, obviously, what platform you're using because, you know, Instagram, you you can, I think... Right, you have a lot you of You can hashtags. have a lot of hashtags. Mm-hmm. But once again, like, it dep- it's all depends on how you're using it. If you're using it mm-hmm. for a business and you have a lot of unrelated hashtags in there, you're not doing
0: yourself any favors. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and for people who aren't used to a hashtag... It looks like it's a typo. You know, I remember, and this wasn't all that long ago, I was having a sign made, a big poster for one of my social media presentations, and I had, you know, the hashtag in there, of whatever it was, and they called and they said, do you have a typo? I said, no, you know, and, and because they were old school enough that that was the pound symbol. Right. <laughs> and so you have to use them in a way that makes sense. Now, I, It doesn't matter. I've seen them both ways, you know, where you just have them at the very end or as part of the the sentence, which doesn't really matter which way you do it. I do it both. Okay. You know,
1: because what I try not to do is have that same word in the post twice. And a lot of times then it does look funny if you have a hashtag once and not. Yeah. So I just tend to put the hashtag in front of, of the the little blurb itself, right? So whatever that keyword happens to be.
0: Right. Well, and it's funny because, you know, hashtags, I think some of us kind of thought those were going to go away because they were so stupid and they're catching on more and more, um, you know, TV shows use them. I know. That's one of the things that I've noticed the most is they will have something that is a hashtag and, And you can be part of the live Twitter feed of that program. And sometimes they have the stars that are also tweeting and and all these things. And so it's a great way to interact with with things. Definitely. It's great for any, um, like I do a biweekly speaker chat for the
1: Women's Speakers Association. So, you know, we hashtag speaker chat. And Mm -hmm. we actually then we use a program called TWUBS where it only it only shows our speaker chat stuff. So it okay. really weeds out the noise. So you're having little conversations just
0: right there. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and so it just, it's a really, it's a really good way of, of, you know, anyone that's having an upcoming event, like if you have a convention or conference coming up, or if you're launching your book, and you have a hashtag Mm -hmm. that you can do for your book, it's just a great way to see what everybody else is saying about it, for one thing, and also
0: allowing other people to connect that how that maybe are going to that event, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, events are the one time where I like hashtags, um, because it's a great way to connect with other people at the event. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll, I'll be sitting there and, and just continually look at my Twitter feed to see who else is there and, and posting about it. And then I immediately connect with them, you know, and, and usually it's, it's on Twitter because that tends to be where hashtags are used the most. But then it's great because you can say, Hey, you know, at the next break, I'd like to get to know you mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. And, and so for an event, I think it's, it's almost, you know, absolutely critical for an event planner to have
1: a hashtag. Yes, definitely. And with hashtags, like you, you know, saying about hijacking them, but I mean, you you can register them, but you don't ever mm-hmm. really own them per se. Right? So, They're not a copyright no. thing or a trademark. So other or people, anything. what you'll yeah. find is, you know, I will find people trying to um, hijack the speaker chat one for, you know, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You 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 get to meet new people. The other thing I like about the hashtags though is that it does does make them clickable, right? So by putting that hashtag on them, it gives it a hyperlink and it allows you to do that search without actually having to, you know, type it into the search bar.
0: And it works Mm -hmm. on, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Right. Well, and if you're going to use a hashtag, and I'm not going to emphasize this enough, you, you know, you absolutely have to look at it first to see how it's been used. Um, You know, we were talking about events. I was uh, looking at one, one time where they, did the hashtag of party Friday because they were having a party on Friday and, and this was a business. This was, you know, well, Oh, it was really inappropriate. (laughs) and, And, and it was just one that they thought was cute, but it never occurred to them. Somebody else might be talking about what they were really doing at a party on Friday and right. You know, and, and all of those various things. So double check those things, folks, always make sure that the hashtag you're using is something that is appropriate for what you're doing. Yes, definitely. That's, that's a great tip. Now, uh, one of the things that people have really started doing that I have noticed is they're putting hashtags in their actual Twitter bios. How does that work? Once again, it allows you to, it, it just, for some reason, when you do a search, if you did like a
1: social media search versus a hashtag, hashtag social media search, it just mm-hmm. allows it to to return more information. So for some uh-huh. reason, you know, the hashtags are, you know, once again, I believe they're clickable. I'm just going to go to my to mine for a second because i think i probably mm-hmm. have some in there
0: i i think I th- <laughs> that was where i saw it.
1: and once again they are clickable so if i want to you know see anything about somebody posting on speaker chat so once again if you go there and you click on it you'll see a whole bunch of people that are posting on speaker chat and at, mm-hmm. what that does is that allows me to go, okay, who are these people? Do I want to connect with them, right? Like, it right. helps me build that list. So that's mm-hmm. why it's there. So it will re- it'll be returned um, as somebody that, you know, talks on, you know, on social media or talks on mm-hmm. speaker mm-hmm. chat or whatever it might be. Cool.
0: What about Facebook? You know, I see people using hashtags on Facebook. How, you know, is... It, it seems to me like they didn't catch on as like Facebook thought they would, but maybe I'm just too old school. I don't think they caught on maybe quite as well
1: as they thought they were going to, but a lot of people do use them. And especially when you're, um, you know, if you're talking about events and stuff a lot, you'll Mm -hmm. see it a lot for events. So I would, I would still use them. I find I don't do as much of a search on it, but you can, for instance, if you do a search in Facebook, you could do, I keep using social media because you know, but you can, as you start to type in hashtag social media, it's coming back with a popular search. A hundred thousand people are talking about this right now. That's cool. That's kind of cool. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're talking about what keywords, do you want to use for a thing? Mm -hmm. Another great place to go check it out is using that search feature in Facebook
0: and see what kind of stuff is showing up. Right. You know, and and that's something that mm, I shouldn't admit, but I forget that you should put keywords in not only your social media posts, but in your bio. And it's funny because I always remember to do that on LinkedIn, but I forget that you can also do it on Facebook. So why are, and, and how do we use keywords on our social media sites? So using keywords on
1: your social media site uh, is really important with even, you know, the 140 characters you have on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know, what you'll find is if you kind of go back to the whole SEO search engine optimization thing, a lot of it is, you know, The value of your website is based on, you know, the number, the traffic that comes in and so forth. And the ones that, you know, have more traffic and have the keywords and so forth always tend to appear near the top. Now, if you think of something like Twitter or Facebook, that domain is like highly active. So Mm -hmm. anything that you post on there has potential to get a lot more eyes on it because it's it's sort of piggybacking on, you know, the facebook.com or the twitter.com domain. Mm-hmm. It's already highly active and mm-hmm. will come up near the top. So you want to be able to utilize that and you want to have, you know, what are you talking about? So you want to take, you're talking about like those five questions. You write a blog post and you have, you know, the five questions and each of those questions probably has a keyword in it itself, mm-hmm. you can take that and make sure your keywords are are in your blog post or not in your blog post, in your social media post and more eyes will see it that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you've got a great document on your website and your website is, tell us how people find you. We, I actually have two
1: websites. Um, the document you're talking about, let's let's uh, put that up first, is okay. keywordmarketingsecrets.com. And it's this great free mark uh, free tool and look here it is right here. <laughs> yes, it's it gives you a lot of information and examples. So some of what we're talking about today you can see on there. Um, it's a, you know, a little maybe a little better explained in the document. Uh, but yeah, examples as well, like how do you use keywords in your social media posts, why they're important, where you can use them, because you know they're, they're everywhere. That's why I get so excited about them. It's like, how do people find you? They find you because mm-hmm. they're using words. And what are those words? They're right. keywords that are going to help them find you. And so that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to not pretend that they're going to go away. They're never going right. to go away because if you're searching for something, it's like a dictionary, right? Each of those words is like a keyword. You go to that word and you go, oh, okay, that's what that is. Like you, mm-hmm. you're you always going to use keywords in some way, shape, or form.
0: Right. Well, now, you know, it's, it's one of those things that obviously we can't emphasize enough that you have to have those keywords in there and, you know, don't use them enough so that you're being obnoxious, but don't forget to use them. And I think that might be the the thing is people think, well, you know, I've, I've, I typically post about that. So maybe I, I overuse that word. Is there you know, can you use some of these words too much, especially now, you know, in, in one post? Yes, you can, you can make it look silly. But, you know, should you always say your, you know, your example? I mean, maybe every Facebook post you write from the professional level, do you include the the word keyword or SEO or something like that?
1: What I find is that you're, you're always especially on your on your social media posts, because the most part you don't put a lot of text in there. I mean, even when you're Mm -hmm. allowed to, you don't tend to. So there's different keywords. I mean, most of us are not only trying to be found for like one or two keywords. There's a number Mm -hmm. of ways that people can find us. And some Mm -hmm. of them maybe are not as highly searched as the other. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't use them. So I think just sort of changing it up a bit, like what makes sense in that particular sentence? Mm -hmm. You know, if you threw in SEO but you're talking about, um, you know, how to build your business plan that it doesn't make sense and yeah, doesn't flow. Right? right. So that's that's sort of something you want to keep in mind. But, I, you know, like I said, I don't every post I put up doesn't have hashtag social media on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it might have hashtag SEO. It might have, hey, marketing, because mm-hmm. I'm talking about marketing tips. Right. So right. there's definitely a number of things that can can come into
0: play that way. Mm hmm. Now, you know, we talked about being specific with your keywords. How important is it to get pretty specific with your hashtags? Because, you know, hashtag marketing is pretty generic. Um, You know, how specific can you get with your hashtags?
1: You are limited a bit more because I find the longer hashtags you can't read. Ah. Right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, you could, you could couple a
0: couple of, <laughs> there we go, a couple, couple, a couple, a couple of keywords <laughs> together.
1: So you could have, if you wanted to say, um,
0: strategic marketing or, yeah,
1: so you could be strategic marketing. Um, that one's not too long, but if, if you're talking about, you know, strategic marketing in Atlanta, that's kind of long, right? I mean, you could do it, but the longer mm-hmm. ones I find people kind of their eyes glaze over and they mm-hmm. just kind of disregard it in most cases.
0: Well, and to me, it's also, you know, kind of like when somebody has a URL for their their website that's really long and complicated. If it gets long and complicated, you've got a really good chance of people not spelling it right, you know, and and all those various things. So if it's, you know, too long for somebody to remember how to type, then you've lost them. Right. Yeah, I agree. Now, I, one of the things that I just saw in Keyword Marketing Secrets that you wrote, and I always forget this, and this is why it is important to do hashtags on Facebook, is a hashtag gets its own URL. So that is very cool. I love that tip. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It makes it easier. And you know what? We always want to be
1: connecting. We are, while many of us may be solopreneurs, we. You know, you don't, you can't do this all on your own. You want to connect with people. You need your tribe, right? So mm-hmm. where is your tribe hanging out? What's your tribe sharing? There's like, I'm always learning. Like, I mean, there's so right. many tips out there that I haven't quite run across myself yet. Right. And somebody else mm-hmm. will put it up there and I'm like, oh, that's just like, that's going to save me so much time or that just makes it so much easier. It, it's just, it's so important to know where your tribe hangs out and using those mm-hmm. hashtags is a great way to, to, to actually make those connections.
0: Right. Now, this is maybe one of the reasons why I don't like hashtags are when people cross post across uh, across the platforms, you know, and, and, and in particular, it's the people who are using Instagram and are using 10 hashtags or something in a post because you can do that on Instagram. And you really, in many cases, want to. But then when it comes into Facebook, it just looks like a bunch of gobbledygook. My personal philosophy is take the extra 10 seconds and write a separate post. But you know, what, what do you think about that? I'm with you. <laughs> I really am. I
1: think that it's just, it, I love the idea that you can, um, you know, have your, have your posts show up on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I posted a couple, um, a little while back at an event I was at, and, um, you know, I put like one or two. It, it, it really, I just, I kind of, if you're going to have that, process where you're going to post from Instagram to your Facebook page or personal profile, then I would actually post it first with maybe one or two hashtags. You can always mm-hmm. go back in and comment on your Instagram post with more hashtags. Mm-hmm. And then that way it, it it's not overkill when it comes onto your Facebook page. Because you're right, it's a totally different audience. A lot right. of cases it's a totally different audience. So
0: mm-hmm. what platforms use hashtags?
1: My goodness. We use them, well, obviously on Instagram. Because I don't think LinkedIn does, right? LinkedIn is, is just rolling out or re-rolling out hashtag type um, functionality on mm-hmm. uh, their articles. That used to be LinkedIn Publisher. They keep oh, changing okay. that. And uh-huh. I believe they actually, you can use it in their post or they're rolling that out uh, in the next, You know, they're in the process of doing it right now. So because they they kind of like backed away from it, they had it available Mm -hmm. before, then they backed away from it, except that I think that they're seeing how valuable it is, is on Mm -hmm. Twitter and how valuable and and a lot of people will post their LinkedIn posts to Twitter. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that's probably why that's coming into play.
0: Mm -hmm. But pretty much all of the well, at least the major social media sites use hashtags. Yeah, like Google Plus as well, Mm -hmm. you know. And yes, folks, Google Plus still
1: exists. Yes. Yes, Google Plus still exists.
0: Actually, that's we can wanna to touch on that? Yeah. Let's let's do more than just touch on it because I think it is one of those things that people think, oh, you know, we don't use it anymore, but it comes back to hello, it's Google. <laughs> so, you know, why is it important that we continue to use Google Plus? Well, because hello, it's Google. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what I say to people too. It's like and honestly, I'm one of those people that I never really embraced Google+. It was just like, oh, right. I, don't, I don't. I loved Hangouts. Yeah. it's Well, yeah, some stuff, were, but I found like things sometimes were clunky or I wasn't understanding it, or I think, I think maybe the, the understanding, I, I needed to take a little bit more time. But, mm-hmm. but yes, it comes back to Google loves Google. Right. That's why you want to be on Google Plus and you want to be on YouTube because mm-hmm. Google owns YouTube. And right. if you can make it easy for them to find you by using the keywords mm-hmm. that you want people to find you with, you're going to be get a far better response. So to give you an example, I'll do a blog post on my website. And then about, I don't know, maybe three or four days later, I'll go on to my Google Plus account. Now, I don't do a lot on my Google Plus account, but I will go on my Google Plus account I will, um, I did one, um, last month or that was uh, talking about, um, is SEO dead? Cause I keep hearing, oh, SEO is dead. And it's like, yeah, it's not. So I, I posted that and I said, you know, one of the, one of the biggest myths is is SEO dead. One of the biggest myths on, you know, online marketing. And Mm -hmm. if you search SEO online marketing, like within two days, I was actually, um, listed between, I think HubSpot and, uh, search, search engine lands. Wow. Yeah. Post. And it was just my little tiny blurb, Google plus account mm-hmm. and, but people could go there and then from there, click to my website. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's like, it shows up way quicker that way. So definitely right. worth doing. Even just play. I always say to people, just try it out, play with it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't have nothing right. to lose really. And, and you have, if you can, if it, if it gets that more many people to your website or to your offer page or whatever it might be, then it's just worth mm-hmm. with the couple of extra minutes to post it.
0: Right. Well, and you know, it, it isn't going to take you very long because you can cut and paste. I mean, you know what, maybe it's, it's the same text that you're putting on LinkedIn or Facebook. So you really are just cutting and pasting it. It's, it's pretty simple and it's, you know, it is showing Google that you exist and, and all of these various things. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'll admit, I'm bad. I, I haven't been using Google Plus because it takes a couple extra seconds for me to go and do it. And I'm just lazy on occasion. <laughs> I think we all are, though. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it would be nice if, you know, Google would open up their API and, you know, allow it to, to be in some of the other uh, programs where you can auto post, you know, back and forth. But, you know, it's their toy and they're going to play with it the way they want. Mm-hmm. And it's going to change, so you always got to keep your your finger on the pulse of of what's going to happen next. Because what what's right. today can <laughs> <Yeah>. change tomorrow. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, definitely. You know, and 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 I think that is kind of one of the things, especially with Google, is it is ever changing. Yeah. You know, and and they change how they see keywords and how they see key phrases, and then they give them names like butterfly and panda, and you know, all of those various things. And that does come back to you if you've got good stuff and good content. It doesn't matter what they do, right. you know it's it will find it, but I see people panic, you know, like when somebody's oh hey, Google's updating their you know their algorithms, and they're like, Oh my God, I have to redo my website,
1: yeah, well, a lot of that has to do with um you know some of the the link building um techniques they used and mm-hmm. and so forth, right, but if you're putting good content out there. And you are sharing your content out with people so they can find you, whether it's you know through your emails, through um, your through your social media posts and so forth. I mean, ultimately, people are going to find you in different places depending on mm-hmm. where they are at that moment. So f- make it easy for people to find you, and right. those are links coming back to
0: your website, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, and and you just said that the key make it easy for people to find you and and that's why keywords are so important because if i say you and i actually met at a networking thing and i couldn't remember your name but i remember oh my gosh you do this and this and this then i can start googling and hopefully find you that way right yeah exactly oh, and- and I think that's sometimes where people, you know, whether it's our ego or whatever, we think, well, you know, they'll just look for my name. If they've lost my business card, they'll just look for my name. Well, you know, they don't always remember the name. No. No, and you know what? There's And I think
1: there's there's more power in them searching for what you talked about and seeing your name come up mm-hmm. than necessarily just even going for your name itself,
0: right? Right, right. Now... Uh, keywords are obviously something that every business should use, right? Yes. And that's the problem that I see people—they're like, "Well, well, they'll they'll know what I do." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not so much, um, you know, or or they they are too generic. Like they will say "Atlanta restaurant" and not put in the the time and the effort to drill down and and really get it specific. When you're putting, you know, the the meta tags in, we're going to go back to kind of the what we were talking about at the very start. You know, you mentioned we used to be able to put hundreds of words in. Can we still do that? Depending. Or, yeah. you know, is it more specific now? It tends to be a little bit more specific. It, if you go back to
1: um, the different plugins, so um, Yoast tends to be, at least at the non-premium level, uh, that you choose, you know, one keyword for each page or each blog post that you're going to concentrate on and and like we talked about you could you could add the synonyms synonyms, you can never say it (laughs) Uh but um, but then uh, all in one SEO you can definitely put more than one you know they're not Mm -hmm. they're not limiting you to that so but We're talking about being specific, especially like if you're thinking about, you know, we're talking, keep talking about the restaurants, but we're talking Mm -hmm. local marketing. Well, if it's local marketing, then you want to be found locally. So your Mm -hmm. keywords should include where you are. Right. Right. So, you know, what, how do you, how do you weed out? And even, you know, it might be certain, certain areas of Atlanta. Like, obviously, I don't know Atlanta very well, but there might be like certain neighborhoods. So it might be Mm -hmm. that you get as specific as the neighborhood Mm -hmm. because, ultimately the people that are looking for you in that area if you if mm-hmm. they find out that you're, you know, 100 miles in another direction they're not going to be they're not interested. They're not going right. to, you know, delve further into it. So you right. want to you want to make it easy for them. You want them to know that they're in the right place when they get there. And mm-hmm. um so being a little little more strategic in in your keywords is important. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Well, and I think it's important to have that information in your, your online bios also. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing worse than, you know, if somebody wants to work with you and then you find out that, oops, you're 2,000 miles apart and that's not going to work. You know, to me, it kind of is a way to, to I don't want to say weed out people, but it is a way to, uh, to make sure that you've got the right, you're connecting with the right people at the start.
1: Definitely. And I mean, for for a lot of what we do, I mean, you as well, I imagine that, there, you know, I have clients across, across right. the country We're and virtual. the world. We are virtual, mm-hmm. but it's still, there's still that thing about going, hey, somebody that's local, like you, you mm-hmm. kind of want to like, you know, keep it local if you can too. So it's something that it's that pride thing that we have, I think. Um, and that, and that gives us that extra connection with people that I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's important to have where you're located and definitely.
0: Right. And and you can be, you know, you don't have to be extremely specific unless you are in, you know, a very, uh, like a something that's not a major metropolitan area. Um, because if I said Atlanta, I mean, you know, Atlanta is 6 million people. It's a big place. Right. So I now I do say Atlanta-based simply because Atlanta is where, you know, people think of. But further on in, I might say Cobb County. Or Mableton or Smyrna, or Marietta, or you know something, so that then people start getting. I'm waving my arms here. Um, you know, they start getting the idea of where I am, because again, you know, it, it's it, a two hour drive all the way across Atlanta sometimes. So, you know, you it is okay to use those keywords to drill down to get people to to find you more specifically. Definitely, yeah. It's and it's worth your
1: while to put that effort in because you know, having people come to your website or, that aren't going to take action because mm-hmm. they're, real, they're, at, they're not at the website they thought they were going to be ending up at. Right. Is, it's really important to just, you know, make it, like, once again, make it
0: easy for them. Deliver mm-hmm. what yes. they want. Make it easy for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't make them try and find it. And, and that goes with everything. I mean, you know, I was looking, I was actually looking on somebody's website today who is a social media speaker. and I, And I went to his website. I went to every page on his website. Nowhere was there a link to Facebook. And I thought, fail. (laughs) And, you know, and, and it was a generic enough name that when I typed it in, I got too many choices, Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that's kind of one of, you have to keep it simple for people and, and, but it's not really that it's simple. It's that you're making it easy for them. Mm -hmm. You know because it comes back to the attention span of the NAT thing yeah. you know I type in something, and then if I get sidetracked, woohoo! there I go, you know squirrel, <laughs> um so you know I want to get where I wanted to be within the first couple of tries, yeah exactly you know i we keywords are just you know they're they're fascinating to me because I think we forget just how important they are, so let's keep talking about how important they are in in social media posts and and you know, how how can we use those to really highlight our expertise?
1: Well, you know, we, we've touched on it a bit, but it really it really is important to have them there so when people are searching. So so we go back to Twitter again. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there the more people you follow, the more posts are gonna come through your stream. So like I'm okay. you know, I'm sitting mm-hmm. at over seven thousand people that are following me. And or mm-hmm. and actually that I'm following, I think I'm following over seven seventy seven hundred people, mm-hmm. and that's like, I,
0: there's that whole thing
1: with Twitter that it's got to be kind of close, yeah, to, you know. and it's so and the thing is is that it's there's so much information coming and so much great information but but you need to weed it out, so mm-hmm. the reason that you want to use your keywords in your social media post is that you could have people like me who have um Hootsuite set up or some kind of um, scheduling type program that has mm-hmm. different streams, and I have different streams for different keywords. So I know who's talking about what, and I can see right. it in you know a specific column versus trying to weed through, you know the the ever changing. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. probably your eyes are probably spinning as you're watching your, your right because it's just feed. going ka-bing, yeah. Ka-bing, ka-bing. <laughs> it's kind of like LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> things right. things always letting you know that they're changing, and so. Right ultimately, it's really important to make it, once again, make it easy for people. So if you're talking mm-hmm. on a certain topic, then you want to incorporate those keywords in. If you're sharing information on that topic, you want to incorporate the keywords in. If it's going to be relevant to particular people, so maybe you're talking about, you know, how to get speaking gigs <laughs> by choosing the right keywords, you know, I might put, you know, hashtag speaking, because mm-hmm. people that are speaking, they may not be looking for a they might not be looking for keywords because they haven't figured out that they need to look for keywords yet, right. but they might be mm-hmm. searching for something on speaking, mm-hmm. right? So when they plug those in, there is that potential that my post is going to show up in there. However, they're sorting out their information.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that is where it's important that your first couple of sentences are are what catches somebody's attention. You know, if if you've blathered on, they're on to something else. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. You know, I think one of the things that people forget is that keywords are a great source and and hashtags of researching your competitors and they they don't know that you're doing it. You know, I, people are always telling me, oh, well, I don't want to connect with my competitors on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever. You can look for those those hashtags and and see that information without ever connecting with them.
1: Yes, that's right. I mean, and, and it's you want to be careful with uh if you're you know clicking into a linkedin post for instance and you end up right. on their profile then they might know that you're looking but once again mm-hmm. it's like it's that's like here it's like that uh, stealth that stealth i know but in reality i mean the information is out there for everybody to see but mm-hmm. check and see what they're doing like if you mm-hmm. if you really you really respect the way that someone's doing something you love you know what they're saying and and their audience is the same as yours you know there's there's nothing wrong with seeing what's going on what they're doing right. I mean, that's it's almost it's a form of flattery, and you know what? Mm-hmm. There's so much business out there for all of us. We can't possibly, right. even with everybody that's doing their individual things. There's there's probably way more people out there that need services than are ever going to get them. Mm-hmm. So right. it's it, keeping that in mind too. But yeah, it it is a great way using those keywords to you know search on the social media, search in you know Google, see what comes up for those words. You know, mm-hmm. is are the people that are showing up are they actually is that the right keyword for maybe what you're mm-hmm. trying to offer? It might be right, a way for you right. to rule things out because you can choose the wrong keywords mm-hmm. and you'll notice that if you have Google analytics on your website, which I recommend you do so you can see how people are coming to you um, and how long they and stay and how long they stay, that, re- that re- retention rate there. Um, in reality, if you've got keywords that you're promoting, but really are not the right keywords for the content that you're sharing then they're going to just bounce that bounce rate is going to be mm-hmm. is going to be crazy but if right. you are actually Using the right keywords for your ideal clients when they come there They're actually going to be looking around and you know that Mm -hmm. you're 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 right there So you have to measure it's 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 one of those things where you're you're constantly Measuring because what works right now for certain keywords may not work for you You know four to six months down the line because you know We could be in the process of rebranding or we might Mm -hmm. you know, we might be changing sort of our our focus We might want to be more specialized or we might want to concentrate, you know more on authors and speakers than uh, business coaches and mm-hmm. psychologists, right? So it's, it, it, it can be ever-changing. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think you always want to be reviewing those things because there are new terms. You know, when all of this first came about, it was kind of called social networking. Yes. And then it evolved into social media. And now some people still call it social networking. And, and it's funny because I actually prefer that term because I like networking as opposed to media. And I'm a PR person, you know, so media to me means something different. But, you know, it, always watch for those phrases that are changing. Mm-hmm. Those cat, it's like a catchphrase, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, and, and I see no problem with looking at your competitors to see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, when I do job seminars, one of the things I tell people is, you know, when you're on LinkedIn, you, you get that nifty little feature that says, people also viewed this profile. And, you know, so you can see who else a potential hiring manager might be looking at. Now, you know, they may or may not be, you know, it's it's just kind of who knows. But, you know, maybe they had typed in social media, you know, Atlanta, and then they looked at 10 different profiles. And, you know, obviously it depends on the, you know, the free level or the paid level and all that on LinkedIn, but you can see those. And I tell people, go look, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, they're going to see that you looked, you know, and and, and please don't set up fake profiles just to do no. this. I mean, that's that <laughs> yeah, people do that all the time and it just drives me nuts. Most people don't care. No. But I also tell them look to see how they have worded things because you know, never ever 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 no, 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 no cutting and pasting. But you might see a phrase or a way they have written something or maybe you thought, you know, oh my gosh, I forgot that I have that skill. So, you know, it's it's always good to be checking out the competition whether it's a business or an individual. Exactly.
1: Exactly. We can we can all learn from each other that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, how and how they use, you know, how they use their keywords. See, you know, now that you're Mm -hmm. now that you're thinking keywords, because I hope that everybody after this, after this call is going to say, hey, I gotta go check out my keywords, but Mm -hmm. you know, Mm incorporating them into your headlines and and so forth. There's a number of places that I mean, gosh, if we talk about LinkedIn, I mean, you know, we'll go away from Google now LinkedIn, you can find phenomenal information and it's highly searchable and there's a ton of people on it. So you can definitely really drill down to what you need or the Mm -hmm. services and so forth. But a lot of people, you know, basically they get that that little email from a friend or an old colleague that says, Hey, I want to connect with you on LinkedIn. And they just quickly set up an account without anything on it. And it's just, it it can be, you know, kind of detrimental. I've done Mm -hmm. some training myself on um, you know why it's important to have your LinkedIn profile looking quite good because you know hiring managers will will go to social media. They'll go right. to LinkedIn before they even mm-hmm. pick up that phone or or, oh. or reply to your email. Yeah, I tell
0: people it's their first interview. It is totally, mm-hmm.
1: and I and people aren't aware of that. And and you right. want people to find you too. So if you're not if you're not you know highlighting those skills, so keywords. You can also think of them as skills if we're talking on. Yes. LinkedIn, right? If you're not highlighting those skills that, that the the you know prospective employers are looking to see, then you're not going to show up. You're not going to be right. the ones that they're going
0: to call. So it's really important. Cool. Well, speaking of programs, you actually have a keyword program. Tell us a little bit about it. I do. I have a keyword profit
1: boost program. So it is a four-week program. It's, it's a group program. Generally, I end up with about probably about five to ten people on and what we do is we go through everything from establishing who your client avatar is so that's getting a really good idea of of who you're marketing to
0: because a lot Mm -hmm. of times we
1: go I know I do this and I do this but you you, we lose sight of who are the people that actually are looking for us
0: and folks it's not everyone no
1: exactly so you know the more the more um specific you can be the the people will follow anyway like I mean you Mm -hmm. know it's not that you go you rule out everybody else but when you know exactly Mm -hmm. who you're talking to it just makes everything so much easier Uh, and then then we'll do we'll take a look at your website that you currently have right now we'll do a review of that we will look at competition we'll do some keyword research so not only will I show you you know how to go see what your competition's using, but I'll also show you how to go about um, determining the right keywords and finding new keywords that maybe you hadn't even thought of yet. And um I'll have a we have a, a Facebook group that you can be a part of and ask questions anytime because like you know, cool. like we said, there's never there's never a stupid question. Right. No, right. there it's 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 clarity. We need that clarity. So provide the clarity mm-hmm. as well. And there's some bonuses and so forth. So I'm currently sort of in a in the middle of a program, I'll, I'll have a, a new one coming up, but I do have uh, a link for you. And so I invite you to check it at any time. And as the next program is being announced, like the next date range, then you can always check it out there. Great. Right. So if you go to bitly, so B-I-T period L Y forward slash keyword. Profit, and that's all lowercase. Cool. Well, how else do people find you online, Tracy? Well, I am in a number of different places, but you're welcome to search me out on Facebook and just search for Tracy Eman. You'll see both my personal profile and you will find my business page. On, on, um, sorry, on Twitter, I am actually Partner in Biz, so that's P A R T.
0: N-E-R-I-N-B-I-Z. Great. And your website is PartneringInSuccess.com. That's right. Great, great. Well, I have been having a fabulous time talking with Tracy. And as is always the case, we get to the top of the hour and we've just scratched the surface. So that just means we have you back. Oh, that would be lovely. This (laughs) This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Deb. Well, I've learned so much because, you know, like I mentioned at the start of the program, I'm bad about using keywords and hashtags. And, you know, so I've had my little knuckles wrapped that I need to be better at that. Um, But it it really is very important. We kind of make light of it. But, you know, if you want to be found, you need to be using these tools. Definitely. Great. So I am Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with Tracy Eman. And until next time, have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.